This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Yes, we're back, we're here, we're in the basement. I am putting my garage back together. I had a light ball on my head this week. Don't worry, nothing was injured except for my head. There's not much there. Um, so that gave me an excuse to, uh, you know, put convert over to LED on one light. Uh, got both my like hot main hobbits back together, kind of, but I'm still having to do stuff. Um, yeah, it's kind of mopeds as normal. We're gonna get. It's weird because um, the summer <laughs> doing bakers kind of changes how you approach mopeds at least it has for me because now it's like i'm thinking about next year's bakers but oh we've got a summer full of rallies to go to when i've already rode across america um and speaking of which i'm just gonna get right into it um i have a the a team uh, i don't know why i glitched there but i have um chad patrick who are on baker's dozen this year who are freaking awesome to be around all couple i say all week but it was all weeks so, guys, just want you to introduce yourselves and where you are for first-time listeners. Uh, I'm Chad Burke. Uh, yep. I've run Quarter Kick, and I, uh, I've i been doing Bakers now for five of the six Bakers, and I also did one of the four um, pinball runs. So yep. I've done multiple thousand-plus mile rides. Yeah, yeah. And... Million plus mile run. <laughs> awesome. Just kidding. Uh, Patrick Hirschberger um, is, uh, some would say, better half. I'll just say other. Yeah, no, um, no better. I, no, no, I'm, not... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, baby. Um, uh, anyways, we are, um, I, some would say I would married into mopeds. Uh, yeah. So this is my third Baker's. Um, I have been support vehicle for chat for the past few years yeah yeah and you guys are an awesome team i'll say that but um we'll get into it this year's bakers was going to be a tough one once they uh release the schedule we um it was starting out in nevada and i'm still one of these days i'll, I'll really have to pick maitland's brain about this whole route maybe i'll get him on here I'm not. I, I told him this week, I am not going to talk to you about Bakers until after August. He's like, thank you. Um, but uh, we started out in the Bonneville Salt Flats, and I did get to know, I actually did watch a few documentaries on that, just in general, because I knew they'd set land speed records there. And that you guys remember the sign at the raceway? They had the Bonneville Salt Flats, that brown sign? And they had that car on there. That was actually the yeah. first mm-hmm. guy doing like land speed records and um, endurance, like overall timed endurance stuff out there. That was his last car he rode out there or raced out there. So, mm-hmm. so that was kind of interesting. Um, but and now my phone's being a dork. Um, but you guys took off from Kalamazoo, Michigan. You had kind of an interesting. Uh, start before it even happened i know the decons had their rally you had a few unexpected you had an unexpected guest at least and some of the zeros you just kind of want to talk about your little the weekend leading up to bakers uh sure i was getting my bike ready and everything and uh there was a a, a guy named uh Oli who uh had mentioned that he was uh 
he'd come to the U.S. and he was going to be riding um, a, around the U.S. Uh, it sounds like for a year. Um, and uh, he said that he had stopped and met the zeros and that, and that he was going to be over at my shop. So I kind of assumed that he was coming with the zeros to the shop. Well, we came early. And then I got out of work on that Friday and I was getting everything ready and everything for uh, Baker's. And uh, shortly after getting out of work, there was Ole on his, on his uh, Zundop. <laughs> um and uh he was like hey i'm here and that so i got <laughs> to meet him and and see his uh his bike which is not a bike that uh they sold in the u.s and there's really not any um engine parts or that <laughs> for his bike here in the u.s so he's kind of got a more difficult ride as far as if stuff breaks down mm -hmm. he can't just easily order order it from like treats or dose or moped division or any yeah. of the other stores because it's just not one that would even have parts availability as far as the engine goes yeah and update on him i did see he made it out to the holy smokes crew in the last day or so so <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Good for you. Like, we're just... still finding only <laughs> stickers around the shop. Yeah. <laughs> and and th he, I know he was broke down in Wisconsin for a little while because his axle broke. Oh. So but, he got you know... a new axle, I think, from Detroit Moped Works. They sent him an axle, and that, but I think he was stuck there for a couple days waiting. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's that's a pretty brave individual going to a whole different country shipping your own bike that there's no parts. And so bless you, my guy. <laughs> um, but you guys kind of slow rolled. Like, so you, you're getting Friday. What day did you guys take off? Because the meeting, like the day we we're supposed to show up was May 31st. When did you guys we leave? Took off, Kalamazoo? Um, we took off on Monday. I think the, the meet and greet was on Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we took off on Monday. Um, I was the, um, I want to stay, um, in a couple of hotels and just like, you know, pleasantly get out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of, um, getting there all the way. Chad is very much. So he would just drive straight through if he could, but That's we stayed raising my hand. I'm the same <laughs> type yeah. of person. We stayed at some cool spots. Um, we stayed in, um, Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, we got to just kind of hang downtown and, um, I'm kind of an art nerd. So we had to see some art stuff <laughs> around there. And then, uh, we were in Laramie uh, for a bit. Where Laramie was in Wyoming. Yep. Um, they have a really cool mural scene there, so we got to check that out and check out our art museum. And then uh, we finally got in, um, like what Wednesday? No, no Tuesday or when, no Wednesday, Wednesday. day. Yeah, yeah. midday. Yeah. Um, you know, got some food, and then everybody else trickled in. And yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, when we were in uh, Lincoln, we wanted to get some ice cream, but the place was closed. So we weren't able to get ice cream from Ivana Cone. Yes, Ivana oh, Cone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one. Um, I know on our way out, like we saw where you guys were, and we, it's always that cool thing when people are. It doesn't matter to a rally or to bakers or anything when you can kind of meet up with people on the road on a long distance. We we're half joking. Um, we should get to you guys and just block you in in your parking lot hotel, so you'd have to wait for us, but. We were, we were in two different parts of Wyoming at that yep. point. So I was like, ah, let's, Colby, he's like, 
we're stopping. I don't care. I'm like, okay. Um, so you guys made it out. Um, it was a, it was an interesting town. I'll say that. Like just that, like I said, that, um, automotive shop. Did you guys go in there? I thought you said you did. Did you, they had an in-floor dyno in there, which was pretty rad. I mean, like Mm -hmm. for the race cars for out at Bonneville and some year I've got to get out there and just watch it. Cause I'm sure it's just a riot. Um, a lot of standing around and waiting for stuff to go down, but like I still think it'd be cool to say I was out at Bonneville Speed Weeks. Um, so yeah, and it's it's usually held in the the um, fall because this time of year it's too wet and the mm-hmm. salt's actually mushy and you'll sink down some in it, <laughs> which we experienced. Yeah, it was a little mushy in some spots. Yeah, I didn't even like. I was so full of anxiety like the first morning, like. And I think it was Richie Rebel or somebody like he went out, he rode his moped out on the salt flats. And he told me like a year or so ago, he's like, it's kind of like riding on ice. You can't really get too going too hard on it. So like, I didn't even want to fuck around on the salt flats just because like, I just want to get going on the race itself. So that's why you didn't see me messing around out there too much. Did you get out there and ride it all, Chad, or? Just a little bit. I, 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 I shot out there. Uh, James Potter was out there. Um, Maitland had his little, uh, his little Minerali V1L based bike mm-hmm. out there. Um, but just not a lot. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get too thick into it on the salt flats before the race. Yeah. yeah. No, I think <laughs> Chad, I've got, the longer the week went, the more we're different people, but we get kind of the same mindset about a lot of things. And, um, I really, at least in my head, I kind of identified with a lot of stuff with you. Um, so we had a rolling start out out on the salt flat, which was kind of cool. Uh, had the group well, we had the group photo before rolling start. Um, any issues in the morning for you at all, or was it just kind of systems go? Or Patrick, what just were you thinking at this point? Um, well, I mean, there was that first there was first cop stop when the guy in front of me on his moped <laughs> rolled through the, the stop sign, and then the the cop tagged me. So that was. That was the first issue for the day. Um, and then outside of that, um, not a lot. I mean, I I rebuilt my motor um, just kind of out of uh, uh, abundance of caution after last year with my motor mounts uh, breaking and everything last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the same cylinder as I used last year. So I don't know. Like, I mean, all I remember about that day is Pony Express. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. (laughs) But, and, and, you know, also the fact that, you know, um, so technically the first day we had, the night before on the first day, we technically had three routes available. Yep. But one route was through a military base that we didn't have clearance. So we only really had two routes. Yep. But then come the morning of that, that other route was removed by Google because evidently there was some light flooding on huh. the service road, which, you know, yeah, foreshadowing or hindsight, like sure, it would have been better to deal with some light flooding than what yeah. we did deal with. Or we could have done the hack that I found out. Maitland's like, you guys, I-80 or whatever the long road is to Salt Flat, there's only like one exit on, one exit off for like 50 miles because you could have took the interstate. So, I mean, I'm like, what? 
Like he kind of mentioned that, like, because there is that caveat in the rules that nobody, I mean, I took advantage of it, but nobody exploited it, if you will, for their advantage. I took advantage of it because of the route. Now we'll talk about that, Chad. I'll tell you, tell you how you saved my life. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'll, I'll give my chase driver credit for this, but like nobody uses it as a shortcut, if you will, like that. But how many people like do we know? I mean, have people used the highway rule like how many times? There have been people that have used it, um, but it's usually for what it was actually written for. They end up on a highway, and if you end up on a highway unknowingly, yeah, then you have two exits to to get off the highway without getting disqualified. Or you know, having a, a talk with the groups and and the um and Maitland that to see whether or not it was allowed. And Maitland said he did it one time to avoid uh St. Louis, so he could get so he could stay out of St. Louis, Missouri, and stay in St. Louis, Illinois. Like that, he brought that up. But it is what it is. Um, well, that was a probably pinball, not Baker's. Yeah, that was pinball. You're right. Yeah. Um. So I remember just kind of, I was a lot like you, Chad. I rebuilt a motor. I maybe had 40 miles on my motor, to be honest with you. And I'm, if that. So I'm just, first time I ever ran water, I rejetted that morning. Did you did you kind of play around with jetting or weights at all that morning, Chad? I never changed my jetting at all. Um, I should have fiddled with my weights some because I did change my contra spring this year. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't mess with the um, weights until the second to last day. And that's when you saw my speeds increase considerably. Yep. yep. Um, so we got going down that road. I, that service road kind of by whatever that mining thing going into town, it was like, I don't know. I'll call it, I don't know what it was, but it was like an elevator. I remember, I thought I, I yielded apparently at the stop sign. Like I, I barely remember that, but like all of a sudden I'm kind of keeping an eye on glimpse. Cause my, my cell phone had uh, I had a pretty good cell phone mount this year. So I could like, it was like, right. Almost like I could just look down and see it and like see the road still. So I'm watching glimpse and there's nobody behind me. So I was wondering if you had issues. And so I guess you did. I'm sorry about the cop, Chad. Um <laughs> That was awesome. Patrick had you mic'd up though for it. Well, I mean, uh, we were able to, uh, Travis King, um, he, he let us use his Cena. Mm-hmm. And so we did have the, uh, the mics this year. So that, that made really communication helpful. a little more, uh, fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, so for me, I was just following the roads and I remember like you telling me that like, Watch out if we get into any reservations. I, at least this is what I heard in my head. They can get kind of funny out there, and they'll make you not like turn around or get off the road. And I remember we hit a reservation, and that's when the roads got kind of rough. I'm like, oh, this is kind of crappy or whatever. Like, do you remember kind of hitting the rough roads before the gravel? Yeah, yeah, and and it was uh, in 2018 that a few teams took one side of a service road. And a couple teams took the other side and um, one side of the service road ran through a reservation land. And they, those teams were told by the people of the reservation, nope, turn around, 
and they're like, we just need to get to the other side there. And they're like, nope, nope, go back the way you came. I'm pretty sure we got followed a couple of times. Okay. Um, there was there was a couple occasions where there was um, a couple trucks behind us, and one got behind us, and the other took off in a different direction. And then we went for like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, and that truck turned off, and the other truck came out from a different road and followed us further. Hmm. And then um, when we were by uh, going into um, uh, Hemis Falls, there was a point where there was a couple uh, vehicles that were, um, I don't know, they, it just seemed, it just seemed like we were like being watched, which I mean, I get it, you know, like, it's a spectacle. Land, so. I mean, some of it's a spectacle. Well, All these vehicles I feel like following. It's more like, more like, um, like, uh, a soft enforcement. Okay. No, no. And I, I, I could see that definitely like, especially I, yeah. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of any of that till right now. And yeah. Um, no, that's, that's a good thing. Like nothing happened because of that. So, um, well, I feel like predominantly, you know, like we had, you know, we only, we had three riders, um, mm -hmm. and the three riders that we had all had mopeds that like looked moped ish, mm -hmm. you know, but like, well, also this year was, we had this year, we had safety had markings safety on the trucks, signs, mm -hmm. the bag. um, you know, Colby there was, still I has that was, one. Oh, for real? Yeah. Um, but don't worry, feel, we're back next year. So <laughs> true. Um, I feel like that really helped us a lot. I mean, with mm -hmm. the couple times, even the one time we got stopped in Texas, you know, I really feel like that. It was played in. It, it was played. It played into our narrative. Mm -hmm. um, no, no, and that was that was an awesome thing. Show. Was that your idea or Maitland's? Uh, so initially it was, it was Sierra's. Yeah, uh, she came up with. She she talked about it. Um, like the at the end of last Baker's, um, and we were just like kind of spitballing, and the idea of kind of some kind of safety signage came up. Um, and then I worked on the design this year and then ordered the magnets. Um, and then we just had them printed up and it's come up before in the past. It's just, this was the first time it came to fruition. Somebody took, yeah, it's so thank you very much, Patrick. Cause you know, yeah, you did, you did the work. Like I'm really good at throwing ideas out, but half the, a 10th of the time I follow through. So awesome. Well, I mean, I, what I do, you know, besides the day job is a lot of art so mm -hmm. i do a lot of art and design so this was kind of off my wheelhouse anyways and so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i know when i took a left down that gravel road i was like the off the pavement i was like okay i guess we got to do this now for a little bit in my a head what bit. was it what was going through your mind chad just anything or were you looking for alternative routes on on multiple um of these long rides, I've ended up on dirt roads, or sometimes there was no apparent road whatsoever. I'm just riding through the desert, and that <laughs> there's no lanes or anything. So, um, I mean, at least it was a blatant road. It was just that we had no like warning or idea of how long it was going to last for. Mm -hmm. And right as we pulled into that road, um, I ran out of gas. And that, but I was the only one running a stock moped gas tank, so I didn't have four gallons or whatever. So, um, so I ended up throughout the entire trip having to stop more for gas because of that. Mm -hmm. um, but then once we were on the the um, 
Pony Express trail. Um, it, it was it was unfortunate to some degree because the chase vehicles could not follow the rider. It was so narrow, like there it was, was no way around unless you off roaded it. And then the thing was with the, if you if you tried off roading it, um, you had these like steep ditches mm-hmm. on either side or just like you know small drop offs. So it just you know it wasn't, wasn't palatable. Like it wasn't gonna work. So you know I got I think I was behind. Um, uh, Franklin for for the majority of the trip because mm-hmm. I think like, that yeah because because um, Colby got ahead of us and that's when all that stuff dumped off the back of the trailer yeah and I found some of the stuff and didn't know it was <laughs> your guys's and set it up and then I think Sierra or Zach picked it up um, a little mm-hmm. after that fact well Chad did you ran out uh, I want to rewind a bit but I thought like we all three of us met up at the same point. And there was a fork in the road. I thought that's yep. where you ran out. And yep. this was after traveling like 20 miles on gravel, people. Like, there was a left, and that was a, it looked like a covered wagon path. And I think that was that exit to that testing, that government the military uh, test. Base. Yeah, yeah, which is not really anything from my understanding. <laughs> it's a testing site. It's a, it's a town, but it's not a town. Like, um, yeah, I, I still, I, I should, if I get bored some night, I want to look into it if there's any information about it. But I remember, Chad, you just going, I ran out of gas. I'm like, where the hell did we go? Like, we were out in the middle of F and nowhere. Well, people. yeah, and James was starting to take the route that way. Mm-hmm. And, and we we uh, all kind of decided <laughs> that that was not the route to go. Because yeah. um, he said... If we go on the Pony Express Trail, it's all gravel. I'm like, do you see that over there? That is all gravel. Yeah, there was like... there was no road to be seen. <laughs> no. Um, and once we were on the Pony Express Trail, it was really windy. Um, it was it was a lot of loose gravel. Never again. But I um, I just from all my years of riding is if you're if you're on loose gravel and your wheel starts to shimmy throttle it and that helps mm-hmm. stabilize the bike so i was definitely taking those roads at a lot faster speeds than everyone else yes you were i was often going 50 or above on mm-hmm. on those roads there was a time or two where that wasn't plausible because like there was a a part where we just hit like a bunch of like loose shale or stone dude it was nuts yeah yeah and it was it was pretty bad now it wasn't as bad as just hitting straight up sand but it was still pretty bad i think this has to be on course almost it was it was the worst thing i've ever ridden on i'll say that yeah and then i was you know i we we were looking at our maps and it said you know 24 miles and turn left so you know there's the Mm -hmm. assumption that you're going to turn left and it's going to be pavement but instead it was 24 miles turn left onto more pony express trail 50 miles 58 miles and that so we we were we were on that road for almost 90 miles um i was the first one out onto this magical pavement that appeared out of nowhere. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? That. But then <laughs> I I ran out of gas like several, maybe 10, 15 miles down the road. 
-hmm. and because all the chase vehicles were like kind of landlocked behind each other i sat on the side of the road for like 25 minutes and then mm -hmm. you went by and then it was another 12 minutes before patrick got to me and he didn't have cell phone reception or anything so he couldn't even really know what was going on mm -hmm. yeah that was just such i mean that was such a tough and difficult times for the chase drivers like i that's why i give all the chase drivers especially on that day so much credit because like you know we're blasting and we've got spare gas in, in the chase vehicles but these guys are out in the middle of effing nowhere running low on fuel at this point probably well no no the no, truck we was full. The, we were fine with truck because i mean i was going like 20 miles an hour like mm -hmm. i couldn't go any faster for the most part where the truck started hopping around mm -hmm. because of like how like it was just such a trash road yeah well, and and when I ran out of gas on that paved road and was waiting for almost 40 minutes before getting gas, that's when I realized now during the, the ride on the Pony Express, I felt something coming loose or that, but you mm -hmm. couldn't look down because you would no. wipe out. So <laughs> you had to stay looking ahead. So I, I, did, I found out at that point in time that the battery cover for my Casal K196 had rattled off during the Pony Express and and it fell off on the road and no one no one saw it so mm. it didn't get picked up so that's uh that was I, a sacrifice to the Pony Express. Fuck the Pony Express. Yeah, fuck I can honestly Pony. say I didn't see any. And again, I was looking in six inches ahead of me type of deal and like, yeah. you know, we all know people when you ride, you can kind of zone off and just kind of get in your mind and kind of meditate. At least that's what I do. I mean, I'm always focused on the road ahead of me but like i was screaming in my head focus 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 like just don't fuck around don't like don't let your add get the best of you try to like follow chad's tracks type of deal i literally did i i because the only thing i had was both of your tracks mm -hmm. and that's like how i knew you guys were in front of me because i saw two and different moped tracks <laughs> and it was just like my anxiety was just so through the roof for half of those 80 miles oh, yeah. to the point that I literally wore out of anxiety. And I was like, yeah. okay, all right, we're calm now. Like yep. this still horribly sucks, but I just don't have the emotional capacity anymore. Like, yeah, you, you, you've been so wound up for so long. You almost break if you will. Like, okay, I can't be any more fucked in my brain right now. So we're just going to go with it. Like, just, I know I think you just run out of chemicals for it. Yeah. I think Colby experienced that a little bit. That's kind of why the the trailer uh, gate got left open. I like wanted to quit at that point. Like it was just, it was a rough day, and it, like nobody did it to anybody intentionally. But like, well, and we're not even mentioning the mountain. Yeah, oh, we haven't gotten the mountain yet. Yes, you're right. Like, yeah. how was that for? Although how I do that? want to say, I do yep. want to say, I've never seen like dirt devils or whatever funnel cloud things that went over like dust small devils. Or dust devils before they went over small ponds that was a really cool thing i wish i could have captured on film but it was just like this really wide like vortex that was okay. over the small like pond. Dude, that's right. it, was, it was gorgeous and uh, again people this is the country. stuff you see on bakers like yeah it was beautiful country that i never want to see again <laughs> <laughs> yep yep i yeah. can't yep <laughs> And then we we did yeah so once we got past all of that 
Then towards the end of our day, we started to ascend the mountain. And Chad, how many like, miles did we have to go after leaving the Pony Express Trail? Because like, oh, I can God, just I, I I forget the center part. I there was one turn we took a well, left. There was a pile cool. of crickets, like well, it was thousands so of crickets. I saw. I just remember that. So the first day was 280 miles. Uh-huh. So after getting off the Pony Express Trail, at that point, when I ran out of gas, we'd gone about 160. Oh, so Jesus. we had we still had 120-ish okay. left that after we got off the Pony Express Trail and that. But a lot of that riding was like smoother, you know, road. It was it was it was paved. And that, so that was like 75 mile an hour. Like, I mean, it was just like a two lane, 75 mile an hour road. Yeah. So, um, so that wasn't too bad. And as we got into the, the, um, the mountains, like the ascension was very quick. Cause like we went up like 9,000 feet in like less than, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 miles. Yeah. It was just sharp, so we, sharp. Yeah. So we went from like you know, arid and, 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 uh, warm to like literally snow Snow. covered and, um, and, and, you know, like antelope on the side and, Mm -hmm. and deer and that, and really um, pretty, but man, it was so steep. Like we got up there. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, but Potter, you know, with his struggle, Oh yeah, um, like I said, like I said, we're, we're gonna we're gonna let James tell his story. I, I, it's hard not to talk about it, but like, yeah, you guys have a treat when I have James on in a couple in a week or so. Like, his struggle is unbelievable. But but it was nice because you know once we got past all the the incline and that we got to our, our campsite and we were we were done with that first day and we yeah. could set up camp. Mm-hmm. and kind of chill think, out yeah we went we went had food in, food in some little mormon town mm-hmm. um where um it was decent it was decent we had decent food and fortunately yeah. people got up most of the people you know not father franklin but uh everybody else was able to come well, out and meet still us, light out uh, yeah and do some food and go back up the mountain and, we all went yeah. to the dollar store for pillows and blankets yes <laughs> yeah we did yeah. raid the dollar store a uh, dollar store and um was that the dollar store that had there was it was like a dry county for for bubbly water like there was no bubbly water oh yeah anymore. you had to go back to the dollar <laughs> store yeah yeah i still didn't <laughs> find it and regular water too yeah. funny um so that was day one uh and God, how was that just day one dude like that's some of the thing i enjoy about doing this podcast because like you can go back and think about it and process because like yeah i i i I honestly forgot about the crickets until are the grasshoppers until right now. I remember like seeing one corner, like there's just, it was covered with them. It was when we took yeah, like a, left. a locust raid. I thought, yeah. Um, so then we, day two, we go from old fork flats, Utah. That's where that, uh, yep. place. Yeah. And then we went to camp Cush, which was Cortez um yes cortez colorado uh how was that ride for you chad um uh that that ride was pretty uneventful we didn't really hit a lot of issues or that um i i did run over two snakes during that day that just <laughs> went across the, the, the sand trap 
No. Nope. Yeah. No, I thought that <clears throat> was there? No, date two was the soundtrack. Oh well. Yes. Get, yes. Right. No. I guess it was. Yeah. No. I did two, have to do date two. Was like, oh, we'll be, we won't ever have to do gravel roads, dirt roads again. Oh, no bullshit. Here we go. People, again. this yeah, is how so, traumatizing so, this was. <laughs> yeah. So we when we did get to that point, we'd been in the middle of nowheres for a while, and then we crossed over a highway. And then we got onto almost what looked like a construction, like dirt pit. There was a lot of construction out there yep. that were on these random, like really old back roads. Yeah. And, and it wasn't the first, it wasn't the first like gravel-esque road that we had to take. Like there was a couple before that where they're like, all right, this is like this weird mini like adventure land of gravel roads and switchbacks. But, and, and, and I but think those would be cool if we weren't on, like if we were just on a Sunday drive and checking that out, I think that would be awesome, but not on a freaking moped. Like, and again, well, this road, it had a lot of steep decline and inclines with like a flat part that seemed like it was like only 10 feet. So I was worried that even the truck, the Ranger wasn't going to be able to get up and down these. And there was nowhere to turn around on these roads. Yeah. I was angling the truck sometimes just to oh. like get up. And that, and so like I told Patrick via the mic to let your chase vehicle. No, this is after, this is after the accident. Well, yeah, but still, yeah, I still told you to. So, so I was coming over a hill and when I got to the bottom, there was like a 20 by 15, like basically sand trap. Mm -hmm. And so my wheel hit it and I just, um, I was probably going about 40 and mm -hmm. I saw just a couple milliseconds before it happened. And then, so I kind of like angled myself. I rolled a little bit. I uh, shoulder checked pretty decent and I mm -hmm. probably, yeah, you did. I like pulled some, uh, muscles of that under my ribs or that that's still a little sore um and then um it bent up my fairing brackets that i made and um and i was completely covered i had dirt in my mouth i had um my whole inside of my bubble shield and outside was covered in dust and and that and then patrick didn't see it because the all the hills and so probably a good thing yeah <laughs> and and so at that point i told him to tell uh to to call colby we actually and, had reception amazingly and mm -hmm. and tell them to not take the chase vehicle over that because they would not be able to. <laughs> and this was the hiccup about that chad i was so far ahead of them i was waiting for gas i was probably there about because it was right before we crossed back over the highway i'm like okay they're five minutes, 10 minutes behind me. I'm just going to sit here. I'm done with that. I'm not going to have to deal with gravel roads again. I keep telling myself that every time we're done with gravel roads and they show up and Colby's like, Patrick just called Chad had a spill. He's okay. But he said for me not to take this down. And that's when like, I even, I was so fed up with gravel roads and all this. That's I even made the suggestion to Patrick. Hey, if Chad wants to load in today and call a mulligan, I will do that. And Patrick knows good enough husband well, knows you well enough. So like it he goes, I don't think Chad would do that. I'm like, it sounds impassable to me. I'm going on the highway. That's what I said. I, I, I made it through. It was a passable road. <laughs> so I would not have um, qualified that as a highway skipping route, but 
that's the route you went. So yeah, that's it was I and it was in the her. rules. So um, oh, I I, I want to say um, I thank you, have never seen Chad look like um, uh, a sand monster before. <laughs> uh, and well, he was literally covered in head to toe in like billowing sand when I came upon him. And here's the thing about this: Colby and I are still having our Sunday brunches that we do. Um, he goes. I had a premonition you were going to die on that road. He goes, if you would have took that gravel road, he goes, I had a feeling something bad was going to happen to you. And I think Patrick and Chad saved your life. So See, and I had a premonition that you were going to take that road. <laughs> and then you would take the same time that I did. And you wouldn't just skip around on a highway, but you know, different, premo- different premonition. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we should go with the slight mysticism end of this and trust Colby's premonition. So, hey, so in another reality, Jim, you are yeah. dead. Yeah, you know what? I'm not. Answer. I'm not saying I don't believe in that stuff, but I'm not saying I don't don't believe in that stuff either. So, but, um, right at the end of that um day, like only four miles from Camp Cush, mm-hmm. um, my bike started sputtering, and that, and then like it just died, and it had been right before a, Camp Cush. I mean, like I five said, minutes away. I just said <sighs> three, four miles before, and then, and then what? Um, I, I started to look, I hopped off, I started to look at it and what happened was one of my connectors that goes to my CDI box, mm-hmm. had just like gotten worn out and loose. And a lot of those, yeah. a lot of those spades and that are, they're not very good steel and they just get weak and that. So, um, I just pressed it together real quick and pushed it in and it started back up and that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was right as we were pulling onto that short dirt road to go into Camp Cush that I ran over a second snake <laughs> and, um, that was wriggling across the road. And then, um, and then like we got prairie to, dog or something that ran across the road. There were a bunch of prairie dogs at hmm. Camp Cush. Yeah, and there then, was. And then we, we, we got into there and we all kind of figured out where we were going to camp and where our sleeping spots I, were i want to know and i never found this out how did colby piss off the camp kush before colby was colby i love him to death but like us all we can have brain farts and moments of stress and colby was stressed out through that day and i colby had all the tools in the trailer and the girl's like this is how it all started the girl's like follow me i'm like Hold on, Colby. I might need to drill start. And he kind of froze and like, because he got two different conflicting directions. And then he heard, I'm like, okay, just go, Colby. It's fine. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. and then all of a sudden, like, he heard rain. And then if you're, if it starts to rain too much, you're, you're going to have to pull your trailer over to by the church where all the gravel is. So Colby heard, pull your trailer over to the church where all the gravel oh, is. Okay, and like, okay. that's, that's what so happened there. It was, it was just a long, you know how it is a long stressful day, not necessarily processing all the information that's given to you in that mo- moment after a stressful day. And like, I mean, trust me, they had other things to be pissed off after we left. So I, mean, I don't think we're going back to camp, but yeah, no, nah, <laughs> nah, I don't think we're, I don't think we're welcomed. <laughs> now, now on the flip side, Patrick had like 
was vigilant about getting the yurt that we ended up staying in. Patrick, which was tell that baller. story. <laughs> I love the yurt. The yurt was a good time. Um, no. We had a little fireplace in there. Um, about how long it took to get it. How long did oh it take God. you to so, secure the yurt? So, so it's what is it called? Bright Star now, I think. It's Bright Star. They're not appealing yeah. to stoners anymore. So, so yes. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I think they, they wanted to take that away from the name. When I called, I had to call like three times to get this year because every time I called, like there was some smoke breaks going on or something. <laughs> and I was told that they would call me back in like 15 minutes. And like this was always to me. Yeah, like over a month, like multiple times to like get this place. And I'm like, I'm getting this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, at first it was, I'm getting, I wanted one of the teepees. But then she told me about the year. I was like, fine, it's not that much more. Let me get the year. I mean, it, it finally happened, yeah. you know. Um, but the year was nice. I'm glad we got that. It was there was sweet. some rain. Yeah, the year had its own night. little like uh, fireplace. It had like a full on bed. It, it was had a cool like setup. a. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was warm, and that it got kind of cold that night yeah. too. So it was nice to have that. And it didn't rain, and we did get our camper out. But like you guys, let me. I had a little freak out that morning. If you remember my I. When you powered down your, when you power cycled your cell phone, I thought it'd be a good idea for me to do that as well. And then my phone wouldn't get out of the startup menu. That's when Colby and I almost. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. And And then also. also... Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say also when we first got there after the, that day's ride, like they had like a shower that had like a instant hot water heater, Mm -hmm. but that took a little while to heat up and the shower setup was like, it's kind of like a log cabin that didn't have spackle between, well, not the insulation. It didn't, it, it was just slats of logs that had like four inches between each one and it was pretty windy. So like <laughs> taking the shower, the water finally got hot, but then it was like the wind was blowing. So you're like <laughs> got hot water and then you're getting hit with cold wind. It was so weird. it was like it was, shivering, but also not a relaxing shower. But no, it, but it was one of those things that after you know wiping out and that, I kind of needed to like assess things and everything. Yeah. So we did that when we got there. But in the morning, we were like, no, we're not taking another shower. And when I saw that setup, I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, you know what? Like, it was it was fine. It was just like. Maybe it was a romantic version of a rustic shower. You know what? Just enclose the goddamn shower. Like, yeah. Just don't yeah. have don't have wind holes in it, mm-hmm. or like when you're going to change, like you're giving like half the campsite a peep show. Yeah. Um, that was that was weird. <laughs> I was fine what? with the peep show. Um, I, yeah. Was, I mean, I am mad. I should have. <laughs> I should have went but, up and hung out at the shower more often. <laughs> uh, there was there was definitely some um ups and downs with that campsite yeah um i i remember like colby complained about the steaks we had we me him and joel went out to eat and like i thought the food was good in town he's like i thought we that... actually had a we had a good meal in town yeah we went to that um we went to some restaurant and i actually had um oh what do you call it, it was the pounded uh pork um Polish. Um, I'm forgetting right now. Anyways, I'll, I'll say this. Food. I think we ate better this year than last year. I mean, I appreciate no. all the cooking Mars did, but like, I feel like I had my one big meal at night, and that was pretty much all I did. Like, I didn't eat well last year. 
Oh, see, last year we ate pretty well, and like I usually, I actually made breakfast less in the morning on this trip than I did last. I year. also feel like this year we were just more exhausted. Yeah, they were I mean, we were mentally taxed. Yeah, you know, I just didn't want to do what we got in. It was like, all right, if we got to set up camp, mm-hmm. just set up camp really quick and drive a half an hour somewhere to get food you know, and get back and like, try to get a little, because, you know, again, you know, in true Baker's form, you know, we didn't have Wi-Fi or, or just service half the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, when you're going in like wilderness routes, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the second day was also 200. And, so the first day was 290 miles and the second day was 290 miles. Was and it 200? Was yeah, it 200? Well, Cause I'm, I'm just looking yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I've looking at the wrong it, I've thing. I've got it pulled up. Yeah. yeah. And and I I actually um got the exact same time both days. Yeah. And I remember the... you kept showing up at like four fifteen or four forty five, something yeah. like that every day. Yeah. <laughs> and and then the, the second two days I got like I think it was I got like the same um time within like five minutes or that. I never pulled it off, but I was hoping all week I'd show up at 420 one of the times. I never was. I was always within like 10 minutes of it. Um, but day three, we went from Camp Kush to Ye- Yesma Springs. Yep. Yes, Yemis, or Hemis, yeah. Which Hemis is Springs. Los Hemis Alamos in Mexico. Falls. Yeah. 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 And there was um, a really cool uh, waterfall. We mm-hmm. hiked out in the morning with um, Kelly and then what's the name of the guy that came out for Graham. Graham. Graham, a Graham went out with us, and we hiked out to the falls. But we'll rewind hike. a bit. Where yeah, I, we'll we'll talk about the route a bit. Um, I remember there was two options. We all because this year we real everybody kind of really talked about let's be safe, let's all try to take the same route, and we were gonna go take a left, a route into a mountain. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and right. I and I crap. saw a sign saying. No, uh, no cars, no uh, horse wagons, no nothing. I'm like, and I just kind of lock up my brakes. I'm like, oh god, no, and not so, again, not today, yep, Satan. Not day three I called, Yep, I called Colby. I'm like, I'm going around the mountain. Call Patrick and Chad to let them know this is a minimum maintenance road. Basically, don't and go then, on it. And then who was it? Was it Zach and Sierra or um, James and them that ended up taking that? Road? James and them went went on it uh, on a minivan, and like yeah. it was pretty sandy, from my understanding. So like, but that was a I started having some a few issues going up the mountain. But like, if we would have been stuck behind like cars that were going fifteen miles an hour, that would have been a really awesome ride. Don't you think going up that mountain? Yeah, really pretty. And there mm-hmm. was some spotty parts where it looked like we were going to get dumped on, and and we managed to not get rained on that day, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous, gor- that was a gorgeous run. Um, yeah, it was really pretty. Um, the mountain itself, going through the small towns, was really pretty. That was another spot I felt we got followed on, on the reservation for a bit. Okay, but um. um but that was also the when we went to dinner that night. That was the one that like, it was like looking, oh, yeah. looking a mile down, yeah, off the guardrail. It was just yep. like a, a fucking cliff. I'm glad that we went down and did that. We went down the for trail dinner. for the next day for dinner mm-hmm. because like, uh, that gave us a taste of um, you know, Tale of the Dragons times three. 
Yeah. Um, except, you know, with like two mile cliff sides. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And there were deer everywhere. Yeah, deer and antelope. <laughs> Yeah. And I I remember that uh the next day from and we ended up going like it was cool to see that town was weird though. It's like everything shut down at five o'clock. I still feel like it was like some kind of religious place. Like Well, it was it was right on it was um military was, base. There's a bomb the church, testing. Is the Church of Latter day Saints? Who does Saturdays as as um as the holy day? I think that is, but is I think so. Because everything was like the gas stations were closed. They were all automated. Um, mm -hmm. Nowhere had ice. We could not get yeah. ice at all. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was messed up. I remember that. Um, yeah. Because uh, you guys went to the grocery store and, like, there's a bar in the grocery store everybody was really excited about. You know, like, we're talking like a bigger grocery store, people. It wasn't like a country store. Um, no, it was but, a yeah. decent sized town. What was that town? Los Alamos. It was where the bomb, the A bomb was. Yeah, yeah. Los Alamos. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Los yeah, yeah. Alamos. Yeah, yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> and then we almost went down to the, we had to like go through that Air Force checkpoint on the yeah, way the home. Yeah, we ended up accidentally cutting through the military research base. Yeah. But we you're kind of allowed to, I think, because like, yeah. 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 No, it had, it had a setup to where you could, they just told you, don't, take, Don't take any pictures. Yeah. And oh, they didn't even say that. I just said government buildings that all yeah. like of our concrete buildings that you can't tell what they are. Yeah. I just looked forward to handing my like I had my driver's license out the window. I'm like, just pass it through, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Didn't make eye I contact. Like, oh, we're just going to some campsite I've never been to before. Yeah. Well, yeah here's my ID. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really glad that we made that run uh, down the mountain. Yeah, it gave us a good heads up for the the morning the following day, and that that day was the second shortest day as far as mileage goes because that was two hundred and seventeen miles. I just want to say, being behind Kobe and watching those brakes smoke um, <laughs> half the way down the mountain was insane because it was like Maitland, and then I think Kobe was, I think Kobe was like behind Maitland. Okay. okay. And I was behind Colby, and those brakes were just like. Actually, I, I want to make a correction. It was 250 miles because of us having to go around that 106. Yep. Oh, it did add time. Yep. That added like 30 miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, and that... it wasn't that, didn't James? Because James wasn't riding still. Yeah. No, no he was, he was waiting for parts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and that's also why that extra 30 miles. Um, the following day was a 250 mile day. That's why those two days I got the same time too, is it ah. was actually the same distance with the <laughs> going around. And so we went from New Mexico to Oklahoma. Is that the day we passed through Texas? No. Wait, wait no, no. We no. went to we went to Clayton next. Clayton. Yeah. And then we were still Mexico. in New Mexico. We were on the big border. Clayton was that weird little like pass through town with the yes. dinosaurs. And that cool diner that we were at that had all those like random like cars on like yeah. shipping containers. Yeah. Where I, I asked the waitress, I'm like, what because I like if a town <laughs> doesn't make sense to me, like Mars got me going on this. Like, why Excuse does this me, town waitress, exist? You've been here for three years. Um, yeah. Tell us completely about the town history. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know she was, had been there for three years at that point. I'm like, what's the point of this town? Like, yeah, because that was the restaurant that you were hitting on those two seventy. <laughs> Damn right, dude! That one grandma I would have took to town. 
the one who got that BMW sports car, she could have. Yeah. Dude, she was a foxy. Oh, she, I don't was give a shit when, she, was, she was taking all your stories. streak in her hair. Dude, no, yeah, the one with the, it was pink. Dude, she was banging. Dude, I don't give a shit what you say. <laughs> Somewhere out there, she probably still doesn't remember, know my name, but I don't care, dude. It's all right. Um, but, so, but the, you asking the waitress about the town, though, is what keyed us into the fact that about 20 minutes outside of town, there was actually like a quarry or that that had a whole bunch of dinosaur tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. The, the next morning when we got up, we actually bolted out there at like seven in the morning. Like Kelly Coombs joined us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that we could check it out and then come back. And I think Colby, he said he went out there to take the dog for a walk and that. It was really pretty. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He said he, I think he went out there because Col- yeah, he went out he there went the, out day, the before, day before possibly. Him. Yep. He got, yeah, he went out there the day we got in. I think he was. That's why he was late to dinner. And yep. and then that was also the town that um, James Potter rebuilt his motor so that he could rejoin the ride. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent correct on that. Um, so we went from Clayton, New Mexico, to Chickasha, Oklahoma. Yep. And that was where I finally actually had to step foot in Texas. You know, thank Love you, Texas. Baker's Dozen. I've never Love done it. Texas. Yep, Never I flipped. Yeah, Did... the thing with Texas is even their back roads that like at least in like Michigan would be like 55 mile per hour roads, all of their fucking back roads are 75 miles per hour. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was white line riding that thing the whole time, and like, I don't know if we were near each other, Chad, because we took off and it was raining that day, but yeah, I flicked, we... I flicked off the sign of Texas as soon as I. <laughs> uh, well, I think when we were pulled over, um, that uh, Colby passed us because there's some video. Oh yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Right when when and I, did you pass us or were you already ahead of us i was i was no, leading was pretty much that whole day yeah, that's right oh that's right because colby did a gas stop there that took a while to catch up um, yep. no but we got pulled over by no. this old texas cop i'm trying to think when colby did a gas stop because like they, went, they either went to a bird they were talking about uh, like a burger, burger joint or something. yeah Yep. Yeah. He had, he just kind of had to take a moment after damn near like dying going down the hill with the brakes and all that. But we, I like our first gas stops, because I was usually doing gas stops between 130 and 140 miles. And it was really weird how like I just kind of let them know, like, okay, next gas station, I'm going to pull over, gas stop, you fill up your truck. And then Maitland and Kelly, not Maitland Kelly people, but yeah, Maitland yeah. and Kelly Coombe, they stopped at the same damn gas station uh, yeah. that day, which was kind of Oh, that's funny. right, because we were in that town. That's when we went. Wait a minute. No. No, I'm thinking the next day when we did mm-hmm. um, uh, Hot Springs. <clears throat> we passed Chickasaw. under the arch. Yeah. We passed under the arch. That was in Clayton, like between Yemez and Clayton. Yemez and Clayton. Yeah. Clayton. Okay, so yeah. that was because okay. that was like Moab and yeah. And the people that actually got to stop and enjoy that. Like, that's one of the things that I would go back for. Yeah. Um, that's, I'd love to spend some time there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, gorgeous. that's um, just where Joseph Smith, like, sailed his boat across America and tied up to the 
rings and stuff like that. Joel and I were joking about that unfunnily all week. Like, yeah, the, the holes at the at the Yasma Springs, that's where Joseph Smith and the Mormons yeah. sailed across from here. Anyways, it's, like it's still fun. Tablets. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't um, really remember. What was in Chickasaw? No, Chickasaw was just like, wasn't Chickasaw just boring? I mean, it was. That's just why like, I don't remember. We, we, they had the little. They had the dinosaur spot, where they had the googly eyed dinosaurs sculptures. No, no, that no. was. That was that oh no, that's Clayton. That was, that was Clayton. What was in Chickasaw? That's the Super Eight. I remember very, the the ground turned oh, red. Right. It was. It was that like. First off, they had those weird streets where they had like service roads on all of their like yes. main roads. Yep. So it was like running parallel. Oh, that. that's right. And, they had um, front end roads to everything. Uh huh. Like, but we got to we a few people actually jumped in the the we did pool. Have a, that was the uh, cool pool party interviews. Yeah, we had we finally got yeah. a pool because we had so many freaking days without pools. On yeah, this yeah. Except I getting shafted every time we were there. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, we had a pool, but then you know because of COVID, we don't have a pool. Because yeah, because we let the pipes rot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. kept on like sucking. Yeah, we <laughs> finally got a pool there and like hung out. Oh, and there was like a hardware store because we went and we checked out the hardware store. Oh, um, when did and that's when um uh potter's uh chase from the previous year uh oh yeah uh, no, no frank think, not frank no i'm sorry i'm forgetting your name it's so i dumb. forgot his name we ran into him at walmart like he yeah, just yeah, like found us at walmart, walmart. yeah and then, he, and then he hung out um uh for the night um mm -hmm. at the super eight that was really cool yeah, yeah. no it's good to see him um because evidently he lived like not even far away yeah it was yeah. away yeah, yeah. Um, and that so no, it was it was cool to get to to hang out with him. You interviewed him. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but and there was like tons of like, just you know, suburby, uh, yeah. like restaurants and stuff. Like we went to some like we went to some Mexican like yeah, so they, they were really I, bad. Okay, but you also had to get parts and stuff for um the bike because there were some things that you um i had some um bolts that hold my kickstart cover on that one got bent mm -hmm. and and then i i i was missing some so i was just trying to find those and shore that up mm -hmm. um so um i did yeah. discover chicken express there and i'll say for fast food chicken i i thought it That's hit home right. you did like chicken express didn't you? yeah <laughs> yeah um from Chickasha, we went to Hot Springs, and like I don't remember a lot until like a hundred miles into hot before Hot Springs. Once, once the rain hit, how about you, Chad? The rain in the mountains. Wait, was um I trying to remember what day was it? Oh, you we ran saw, into uh, we ran into um uh, uh yeah um Costello. Um, was that that day? I think we, it was because we were really it was really because yeah, we both had a P stop like um a, a couple blocks from each other. Yeah, it was really yeah. Um, <laughs> and that so yeah, like um we Connor, Connor Costello. Mm -hmm. Um so like we stopped on the side of the road to gas up and, and pee, and all of a sudden there's this like white van on the other side of the road about a block away. I remember seeing that van. Yeah, and the guy starts walking towards us, and I was like, I figured he was going to ask if we 
if we uh, broke down or needed help or something. And then like, I'm, I'm just like, okay, can't deal with this guy. I need <laughs> to check my bike out make sure everything's okay. And then he gets up and he's like, Chad Burke, is that you? And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I, I was like, yeah. And he's like, it's, it's Connor. And I didn't recognize him because he didn't used to have a beard and that. And so we chatted for a little bit, you rode by and that, mm -hmm. um, and then like, we we kind of chatted gave each other a hug and i was like i gotta get going and then yeah. so and he evidently lives just down the road from there yeah, he was down that same road yeah hilarious. so um so that was kind of an unexpected like completely uh unplanned that was, interaction that was really pretty country um it was he just driving at like the base of the mountains and it was really lush like trees and it was just i don't know it was it was different from like the complete desert vibe of the mountains that we were Except at earlier. That was also the day that like no one would fucking go more than 20 or oh. 25 miles per hour through all of those yeah. towns. Yeah, very yeah. slow. Yeah. yeah, it was like there was people would go like 5, 10 miles per hour below the speed limit. Okay. That was a very polite area too because there were certain states that were like we went from like really aggressive passers to like mm -hmm really polite states were like oh you know what you're going 10 under the speed limit we're just gonna drive behind you for and 20 miles like 20 and then all of a sudden you have like a giant yeah. like yeah collection of but, caravan behind you. but yeah that day that day was not not bad it was fun and that but then we started to hit the the rain yeah and that and i had actually made really good headway that day and then um the rain hit and um think that's the mountain once we once we got down the mountain like i got totally separated from my chase because of the mount because of the brakes was that earlier the torrential today. downpour day yeah it was torrential yep. downpour it was torrential downpour and then you, that cut out with you yeah well yeah. that that fried my my ignition yeah and mm -hmm. luckily i brought a points ignition so i swapped that out and then i got back on the road and all of a sudden my phone's going off going off going off and it's patrick's calling me yeah I'm like what the fuck and so i like pull over and he's like the truck won't start and that so i actually had to like drive back 10 minutes mm -hmm. and that and then like he was like oh and you passed as i got back to him mm -hmm. and then i was like look colby, just yeah. flag down colby and then yeah. i got back on the road and, and i was worried i was kind of worried because i saw your bike and I didn't see you, Chad. And I thought maybe a health issue or something like that. Cause I was like, where the fuck is Chad? And like Patrick kind of had this just bewildered look. And I think you gave me a thumbs up. I don't know. Like I was, I was, I was um at that point in time, the chase was like pretty close to you. So mm -hmm. I was just like really trying to flag Colby down. Yep. And, and at that point we were only like, God, I want to say like 30 miles from the, really the stop and that and then like I had switched to the points ignition and then once Patrick and I flagged Colby down I was like I'm getting back on the road yep. and my bike was just like really running kind of crappy it was only getting up to like 40s and then like if I got going um up a hill or that it started bogging out and like I rode it like that for like 30 miles mm -hmm. and that but then like we got to um and that was uh 
that was a 330 mile day um we got into town to to hot springs and that and i looked down and i fucking realized that my choke was on the whole God. 30 miles <laughs> yeah that was a that was a rough day for all of us except for james james had a good day i blew out a final drive i basically lost low gear in my very like my variator my rear pulley had stuck open so like yeah. i had no low gear um, I was so ready for that hotel when we got in. We were all ready for a day off. Like we had how many yeah. days? That was uh, six days of riding. Like that was yeah. That day, um, my because my a, a couple of times my sprocket actually came, my front sprocket had come loose some, but because of the kickstart cover, if it started to slide out, the nut would screw itself back on. Okay. And that and so um that was just because I didn't get it tightened down before when I rebuilt the engine. Mm-hmm. I I overlooked getting it reefed down. So it came loose a couple of times, but that caused my rear sprocket to get kind of chewed up. Mm-hmm. So it, it was that day that I uh decided to change the weights on my my bike and to change out the rear sprocket and that so that was while we had the time off and then we you know we had that day off in hot springs where mm-hmm. some of us went and checked out the the, the old bathhouse and walked around and it was really cool it was a cool like i wasn't used to national parks being like in the center of town which was yeah. really interesting yeah and the, yeah. like touching the 140 degree water that was coming out from the ground and stuff mm-hmm. so that that it, and it was really a hot day there too it was like in the High 80s, low 90s. Oh, and I was take, completely taking over the Motel 6. Yeah. Uh, we, 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 that, we, and grilling out. With yeah, me. that was actually the, like, really chill pool night where we just, yeah. like, brought all of our grill stuff down and, like... We uh, commandeered a pool. There was yeah. our uh, calling, like, everyone to get... Um, uh, everyone that wasn't a creature to get admitted into the creatures. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank watched her kids all day. It was great. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and got super well, burned. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think it was the girls um, hung out, I think, in the in hotel the room. They were doing laundry. Most of the day. But yeah. then um, um, Philly um, yep. got a lot of pool time in. And you know what? Like, he he was a trooper. We'll say that. So it was Frank. Yeah. Um, no, that was great. And then my friend Marie came down from Kansas City. That uh, was super cool to see her. Yep. She yeah. she drove. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Like that was and a I, trip. And I, and I t- like I thought she might have been there earlier, but I'm like, you should just follow us She's like, Nope, I'm done driving. Like she'll she still owns uh property in Minneapolis. So okay. she has to drive up every once a quarter, we'll say, to do maintenance, blah blah blah, and yeah, all that stuff. Yep. So like she it's six hours. So like I'm not sure what Kansas City's like. She's used to driving, but she's not a driver driver like chad is or i am like um but no that was uh yeah the, it was really nice to get to talk to her and meet her and everything mm-hmm. we had some really good conversations yeah she's an awesome person awesome awesome yeah. moped person um so from did hot springs to go to the gangster museum oh did you that's awesome no we didn't we didn't go to the no. I just wonder oh. if anybody did no oh, i no. i kind of chilled out 
I hung around. I kind of drove around a little bit, just kind of meditate and do my thing a little bit. We went to that one diner that was pretty good. I got a little claustrophobic getting in that booth. Um, like I was, I was all the way to the side. Was it purple cow? Yeah, purple cow. Yeah. Because we have like the purple cow up in Michigan. Um, it was a Myers uh, store like ice cream spot mm-hmm. for yeah. a long time. So I was like purple cow. But like they had fun. We we had that really like old school waitress who completely like violated like oh, fire dude. Yeah. So I forgot about her. She was awesome. Uh, There's this for people who don't know what we're talking about. They had all those boozy shakes. I got boozy, boozy shakes. shakes. Yeah. And when Chad says boozy, he means like booze in the shake. It's awesome. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, not bougie. Boozy. <laughs> boozy. <laughs> when we showed up, like there's I don't know, we'll say seven of us and like this young waitress she's you know follows the rules by the books you know probably for six months on the job and like well can we have somebody sit at the end and this uh, older waitress who's seen a thing like, or two no, in her day she just goes she's like just let them fucking have it they pay our bills like it was, that's what she said i'm like i oh. love you oh we also we also the first night we had dinner at that fish place oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Fisherman's yeah. Cove or whatever. What was Fisherman's Wharf or yeah? It was it was a fun like you know. It was real good. It was tourist, but at the same time it was huge. It was like mm-hmm. this massive indoor outdoor on the uh, and cove like restaurant, fresh seafood like type yeah. stuff. It was really good and that was fun. It was like picnic tables outside. Yeah, it felt like something out like old time Americana. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, something stuff like that in Florida. Mm-hmm. Where they have these giant, like, by the water places where there's too many people, but like the service is actually fairly quick. Yeah, and it's just like you know, a bunch there's of, a couple hundred you know, people there, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, yeah. Easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. It was rather large, and we got our food within like order time, fifteen minutes. Yeah, like, really fast. That was a price. Yeah, it was an awesome place. Um, yeah uh that's yeah that was that was a good relaxing chill day like i it I, i'm talking about the next day like um yeah i got nothing much to add uh leaving um hot springs how was everything for you chad um taking off down um, in natchez so at that point i had changed my weights and uh, and i also so we had that whole day off mm-hmm. so that's when I did maintenance and I like changed the rear sprocket. Did you get and, it first the first day? Yeah, I did. The, the, so the the next day coming into notches, I got in first because Angel mm-hmm. Angel was waiting for us yeah. and spraying us down with the hose <laughs> um, or the power washer. Yeah, power yeah I was a little annoyed with that Angel. I love you to death, but like oh, it was fun. Come it on, it was. I wasn't but a total that- jerk. That next day was like 275 miles, and um, so I, I got my my bike all dialed in, and that, and with dropping those weights, I was going like between 55 and 60, mm-hmm. and um, the bike was running really well. Um, I uh, actually like the last two days of the trip were actually kind of pretty boring from Mm -hmm. a ride standpoint because nothing was going wrong (laughs) and it was just it was also we were starting to get into like suburbia and stuff so it was like just a lot of you're on this road for the entire time Mm -hmm. like 
the last couple of days we were on roads for like 90 100 miles and then yep. there might be a slight curve and then we were on the next road for that long Notches too. was pretty cool though as far as like a spot well once we got two notches yeah, yeah so like we get there it's a really like kind of like antiquated like old town, was a like, town. it was like yeah. not a huge population like twelve thousand people or that yeah and and notches proper but like <clears throat> overlooking like the mississippi and mm -hmm. um really long cool bridge that we rode over on mopeds yep that was, and, that was cool and like just like fun touristy divey-ish bars and that so it was it was a real nice like fun area to be in oh to chill God. out i had shrimp i had black and shrimp cheesy grits in the morning <laughs> Oh, that was like to die for. I could eat that every single day. That sounds fucking amazing. Oh, like, amazing. I don't think you I ate that, that morning. And you have the cheesy grits. Oof. Yeah. So, so, and and that that day, like we, you got in not too long after me, and then James got in pretty not yep. like we were all in pretty pretty close together. Yeah. So like you were forty minutes ahead of me because that cut tire oh, I that's had. right that's right yep. yeah because you got a flat right yep and then patrick um, i love you to death but you ever put you ever give me a bubbly water again i'll hit you in the shoulder like, <laughs> <laughs> i was yeah, so in my that chase that's all yeah. i had <laughs> that's dude thank you for it like my chase we had a miscommunication they got going on the wrong road and like i just had to wait and i was just in the middle of fucking nowhere, like, uh, I asked Mississippi. You, like, Do you have the water? I was like, oh yeah, here, here's the water. And, yeah. and there was, it, it, it was that stretch that there was actually a lot of like nice, like tree covered road. Yep. I, oh, I, I did have a deer pull me over, like a deer pull me over, <laughs> a deer run out in front of me, um, and that, and then like we were stopped for gas, and a cop pulled over to see if we needed help, mm -hmm. and that. And I was kind of like, that was the fourth cop. We only got four cops. There was a running bet going on. But Chad would have to deal with those five don't cops. Count though, but uh, yeah, I mean, ones that are not, we didn't get pulled over. No, we they got, pulled, we got over. pulled over twice. And then there was cops that stopped for, to like, see if everything, like business. when, when we, when the CDI um, went out, Getting another the, cop, because monsters. it was a torrential downpour that you couldn't yeah. see in front of you, a you cop pulled no over idea. to see if yeah. we were okay. Um, and then this one, and that was the last one. So, no, there was there were parts of that ride that were were pretty and that. And like, I'm glad that I built up um, my bike to wear as a full dresser because, like, even like um, coming down the mountain in uh, Hemis Falls mm -hmm. and that when it was like a stiff fucking cliffs and everything off to the side, um, you rode behind me the 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 whole time while yep. I like honked my horn at deer because <laughs> there were at least like eight, 10 deer on the drive down that mountain and yeah. that, and the same thing with, uh, coming into, um, notches, there was like, there, was deer. there were deer and that. So like, there was just like honking and making sure that they got out of the way, which yeah. is a bonus of having a good horn on a bike. So. I wasn't concerned about the wildlife going down the mountain. I was just concerned we didn't die going down the mountain. Like, and I have disc brakes and people, if you do bakers, be safe. Well, disc brakes. Well, let's, let's, let's say though, because your, your disc brakes, 
Not so much on the function towards the end there. No, no, that's when I had little to no breaks left. <laughs> and, and you know, I, you know, I've got a different engine than what came on my bike, but my bike itself is all Casal K196, and I didn't have a single like frame or or um, uh, fork or shock or anything issue with um with that like it was it was solid the whole mm -hmm. time as far as uh my my suspension goes which <laughs> i can't say for my other two uh uh the other two racers their their suspension suffered a bit yeah yeah i gotta i still i've we'll get we'll get about the bikes at the end but like yeah um uh the next day like I was nervous. Like I kind of had it and like, I love you guys death. And I will say that over and over. If you guys ever need anything in this world, um, hit me up and I'll do whatever I can to help you out in that situation. Like, and I truly mean that, but like, I'm still a competitive person. And I think I said this to both you and Patrick at one point, I want you to win, but I will never give it to you. Like I would, like that's the way yeah, I feel like about all my friends. Take I want a highway around a dirt road before you'll give it to Damn us. Damn right, Chad, and I'll run my mom over to win a race. So what's your oh point? Oh my god! Like that's a bit excessive. But, uh, <laughs> no, I won't. But, but I'll record day, to win a race. <laughs> the last day was the shortest day, only 170 miles. But that and road going into oh, going into Natchez. Rode, no, 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 oh, going wait. to Natchez. Did you see the mate the water tower that said maitland on it like oh yeah yeah i asked yeah. you if you saw that yeah yeah it said uh like maitland uh incorporated or something mm -hmm. like that and then also as we were getting into oklahoma and arkansas and that i pointed out to patrick that there were um armadillo for roadkill yeah <laughs> yeah there was some nasty roadkill armadillos uh, there was a, a few headless armadillos uh, I saw with, one yeah. or two. I didn't see a lot of them. I saw a dead. I think I saw one of Chad's dead snakes. Uh, unfortunately, I did see a dead turtle, which kind of bummed me mm -hmm. out. Um, but yeah, that was. But um, leaving Natchez, that's yeah. I know my brakes were fading there a little bit, but that one exit that you, James, and myself met up at was the weirdest on ramp. You know yeah. that on ramp? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, was like bumpy. no runway. It was just like, bam, you're in traffic. Yep. Yeah, it was like stop and go right into full on speed. Yeah, yeah, go go to sixty miles an hour. It was the whoever planned that out was fucking definitely from the south. Uh, I tell you what, like, um, you know, you could tell you were in Louisiana. Like uh, those roads were something else. Oh, oh going... yeah, we started hitting more and more potholes and. Those that road going into New Orleans, fucking almost killed me. Like, just the just the like the seams in the blacktop, just boom, 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 boom. Like, oh my god. Like, well, I mean, especially with your your amazing suspension, <laughs> with my with my seized rear shocks and questionable forks. Yeah, it's gonna did be a you, long did winter. You not realize that to the final day. Yeah, uh, in Natchez, I kind of, I kind of got looking. I'm like, I think this is fucking seized up. Like, did you uh, have extras with you? 
No, he didn't bring extra suspension. No, because when does suspension go bad? Apparently on the Baker's Dozen row. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought I, about... I, I've got probably eight, eight, nine thousand miles on my suspension on that bike. Well, you can thank Treatland for their... No, it'll just... <laughs> It we just, don't blame companies that sell no. parts for brands that they buy. No, it's not <laughs> Treatland's fault. It's it just you just have parts failures. You know, it's yeah. just shit happens sometimes. I'm not blaming Treats. You guys know that. Yeah. Like, it's and I gotta take it apart. I I have not really touched my bike, but like, I that was just such an interesting road. I just remember like fucking every time I'd hit a seam in the concrete, like thinking my bike was going to fall apart. And that was also kind of another boring road too. Mm -hmm. And we were all together for a long time until you like ran that red light. Uh, yellow. It was yellow, Chad. Yeah, I will. It was not yellow. It, <laughs> it was, was yellow. It was yellow before you went under it. It was yellow once I crossed into the intersection. It might have turned red when I was in the intersection. You know, like 65% of all men are colorblind. Hey, <laughs> like I said, it might have been pink afterwards, but no, it was, um, no, everybody got like James and I, we were like, oh, we could all ride in together on the last day. No, I'm no. the asshole who wrecked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but getting in New Orleans was cool. Like, I just remember like their streets got really goofy. Cause like, Google, I don't know if you ran in the list, but like Google Maps was telling me to take a left and they had no left-hand turns on some of the oh, roads. Yeah, we I didn't, didn't actually, see that. We did, there was a spot that we did have to like pull a, a, essentially an illegal UE uh, right by the uh, overpass. Yeah. And like, I think I mentioned to you guys, like going into, I thought it was kind of apropos for me at least, like going into New Orleans because it was County Road 61 the fast road a mile from my house is County Road 61. Okay. So, like, and actually I see Burke Street on there all the time, like, going okay. to that. So, like, just, I find meanings in things that yeah. don't exist, but, you know. Um, what, like, how did you feel, like, what was what was your thought process going to New Orleans and finishing the race this year, Chad? I mean, to some degree it was reminiscent of when, I did pinball run in 2014 because that was from Minneapolis to mm -hmm. uh, New Orleans. So it brought back some memories of, of, of that first long trip that I did. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's funny because I was, I, I brought out the shirt to wear that day for that um, final day of the pinball run too. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy because, that was back when we mostly had like very lightly kitted compared to what we've got now as far as performance parts. We had kits and, and pipes and stuff. And some people were going really fast. But the thing is, that was five days and pinball run two. It was like the first three days were all 300 miles. Mm -hmm. The second day was 250, and the uh, or the third uh, fourth day was 250, and I think the fifth day was 250. It was it was really crazy because I don't remember it being that 
long of mileage, but it was only five days mm -hmm. of riding. And back then we didn't do these day off things and that. Yeah. So like that was a back during those rides, like we literally almost everyone didn't get in till like after dark. And there yeah. were times where certain teams didn't get in till like two or three in the morning. So like yeah. it's starting to get now to where like no one finishes after dark or unless you have something well, catastrophic happen. Yeah, unless there's a, an issue. But then once things are panned out, kind of everyone's getting in within a short amount of time between each other. And it's it's relatively uneventful. Yeah, I would say the days nobody had issues, we're all within 20 minutes, if that, if that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's like Maitland made the comment, like, you guys are running highway speeds now. And it's like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm sorry, we're better builders than what you guys well, were back then. Well, and like I said, it was it, the last couple of days were actually kind of boring for, yeah. from a riding standpoint. And that was the center section for me. Like, once we got into the flat stuff and I would just let my bike sing, like, it was boring. It wasn't as boring as, like, Utah was last year for me. Like, Yellowstone to Craters of the Moon. That was some of the most boring ride I'd ever done that in was, my that life. Wasn't, that wasn't Utah. That would have been, like, Montana, Wyoming. Because, I, remember, that was so windy. Idaho. Idaho. It was Arco. Idaho, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That say, was a, yeah, we weren't that far south. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Idaho. Idaho. That was, was kind of boring. But, um... No, dude, like I really enjoyed, I mean, this Baker's was challenging in a whole different set mindset. Uh, I think we all really were just still kind of dazed from the Pony Express trail. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that last year we stayed at a lot more like wilderness and like varied um forests and topography and that yeah like we did some great like we went through like everywhere from like deserts yeah to like mountains. beautiful like ranges to, yeah uh to rock formations yeah. but last year it seemed like we stayed at a lot of those places like craters of the moon mm -hmm. yellowstone like it just this year we did stay at more um hotels, hotels which is way better I think for a rider, like I, I enjoyed the fact that we got to stay in hotels this year. Oh, um, no complaints. I mean, I, I, I understand, I get the fact of, of staying in, you know, like the national parks. It was beautiful. Although our gear was really but, nice this um, year. We, yeah, the gear was nice, but at the same time, like having that like convenience was great. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and I have no, I'm nobody to complain at all. Cause I am lucky enough to have a chase driver with a toy hauler, but like, I'm basically sleeping on a prison cot, but I'm really grateful for that. Don't get me wrong. Um, Cause I don't have to set up a tent at night. I don't have to break it down in the morning. Like I'm very grateful that I can. Ours was pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. And we, we, we've got a pretty nice tent set up now. Oh yeah. You guys too. A queen size air mattress. We've got this baller um, sleeping bag now that's rated to zero degrees and is so comfy. Hell yeah. So, like, our, our our tent setup is pretty swag now mm -hmm. um and well, after it, it's it's convenient it comes down and goes up pretty quickly yeah yeah mm -hmm. and and after last year um some of those mountains and shit 
um i was just like i am not dealing with our my like old ass uh <laughs> sleeping bags Who anymore oh potter slept in a in a um, hammock in a hammock yeah. up in his falls and it was and like was so cold. cold yeah yeah, yeah. And james like, is I, a different cat i love the guy don't get me wrong but like james is james like well, i think it was that that's same, that military training that same night and and uh Hemis falls that like i asked uh, kelly i was like we do have an extra blanket oh yeah we'll and she's like blanket, please yes yes i'll take that <laughs> yes, so, that's awesome and um, every, we, we haven't even really touched on how like basically every vehicle had some sort of issue including chase vehicles yep exactly you know? we you guys had we your bat was it just yeah. an old battery or what was it chad no no it was the uh the headsets first it so my headset was dying on the the long days where it was like 350 330 miles mm -hmm. they just didn't last that long so mine started saying that it was dying so like when we stopped for me to change the uh or well no oh, before okay. the ignition when we stopped to get some gas we changed out and patrick plugged it into the truck to but charge left, but left it on and it was making this weird it was like, making squealing yeah. and screeching noises i could hear it over my headset okay what it was doing in the truck so then when he turned the truck off it just like it drained the battery evidently huh yeah so don't oh. don't uh and after that charge in the, in the vehicle after that we didn't have a single issue and i had a multimeter with me so when we got to um hot springs mm -hmm. i checked the truck and the alternator was working fine because it was putting out like 14 volts or that yeah so it was just some fluke and then like potter had like the broken uh ignition coil and a foul yeah, yeah. plug yep. and that jenny ray had uh uh her battery died because she was making smoothies or trying to use a water <laughs> with her her car and that maitland's van, maitland's van like oh, i Jesus. think that the the pony express trail might have killed it he just got it back to sacramento towed there or shipped there however you i want think he, i think he had it shipped like in a car hauler yeah, yeah. so so his is still dead um Colby going with down his the brakes. going down the mountain yeah colby's brakes oh smoking i um, think his trailer brakes weren't working correctly he's at, he's yeah, actually they're, gotten they're, a he's got an appointment yeah, yeah. He's, for it so he's getting that thing looked over head to toe well this um, was a brutal trip for for vehicles yeah, yeah. i know I mean, all, all counts yeah we put a, we put everything through a lot this year so i mean yeah, I just can't say enough for the chase drivers and everything us riders put them through. Like, I can't yeah. say that enough. And, you know, it was really nice, too, coming into New Orleans and having it round or, like, wrap up there, too, because, like, with COVID and that, like, one of the – before Patrick started working for the city um, and he was still working at the greenhouse – the only time a year he could take time off to go to moped rallies was like basically the fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like the only rally he used to be able to go with me was like, if there was one near Michigan, like Chicago or Ann Arbor or Toledo or 
New Orleans. So every yeah. year since like 2015, we'd go down to New Orleans together. And then 2019, we didn't get to go to New Orleans because we went to the moped swap meet in Milan, Italy. Awesome. That Joe Cycles invited us to. And then the pandemic, pandemic hit. Boom. So like we hadn't gotten to go to New Orleans in three years. And like that's one of the highlights that we've enjoyed going there together because there's like they've got that cool sculpture park. They've got mm -hmm. a really good museums, awesome food. And then and so it's always good times to see and, and all the people, good people and like you know it was good to kick it at Paris Halls again. Mm -hmm. I know there's been some like changes and whatever, but like it was just like we got to awesome. see Susie she yeah. stopped down that and was Aaron, Aaron stopped yeah. down. I can't so, thank Zach Smog for hosting us enough. He did a good job grilling, yeah. cooking. But yeah, no, it was it was really just good to see so many familiar faces. Mm -hmm. Angel, a, uh, yeah. a familiar yeah familiar town and that and just kind of like have some normalcy and that so oh, yes. i i want to say that the um the pool at sax mogs oh was <laughs> such a fun time pool. <laughs> um, that was such a lifesaver um they uh the food was awesome and that wasn't even a 500 dollars um, a night pool and no, no it's not. <laughs> oh yeah yeah thank you uh thank you moped connections for um uh fancy saltwater pool that would be um, uh angel who hooked everybody well, no, up that with was that darlene's husband worked it there and then hooked mm -hmm. angel with us. So, yeah. Yeah. and they were i think zach was saying that like that was the hottest day that they had yet. Yeah, yeah we we brought the it heat. Was just gross. It <laughs> yeah. was so gross. And just to chill out in that pool. What about that? Oh. So we had the award ceremony at Zach's Mogs. Uh, and then we talked about, because one thing I, I was trying to push for everybody to have like a big family breakfast or brunch or something before we all kind of mingled along our way. Um, we went to that pop-up and had like that brunch. Oh. Yeah, we, like, we we crashed the pop up. Um, their office, their space. office space. Yeah, yeah. I think Angel or somebody said, "Hey, Jim, is that door open?" I'm like, "Let me go investigate." So I'm like, gave the thumbs up, and we all hung out, people. It is like tables and chairs. There was, how many yeah. of us was there up there? Like like twenty 15. people, maybe. Yeah, fifteen, like, twenty. We all easy. just like got up there. We and we literally we were finishing. Drink our, our drinks and like somebody that worked there was like um, um you you're not supposed here. to be here <laughs> <laughs> we, we all were like well i guess wrap up you know like yeah um, okay we're leaving i think yeah, i forget yeah. mars or somebody said what can't we be here and this this She's like, girl no, absolutely just goes, not. no <laughs> <laughs> oh that was no. fun oh that was it was uh it was one of the uh guys from the uh uh was was it another smog no, he's. Um, I think he's a moped guy. Um, I think he's because he, he was buying wheels off of Zach. I don't know if he's a smog or not, but like, um, just like he's friends with Scott, who's a cook down there, who's another moped guy. Um, we stayed Scott. with Scott. We stayed with Scott, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We stayed yeah. with Scott. Was super cool. Was yeah, nice. really. It was like awesome house. He let us have place. his bedroom. Yeah, Scott. Like, yeah, is everything again another great moped person like scott's always been like what do you need and like yeah, <laughs> that's super nice yeah. so, um, it was, it like colby park camper there. there yeah yeah 
I mean, I think that there was a portion of time when we, the first night we got in, where like someone, I won't name names, was like taking their rental car down the road (laughs) and may have like been giving severe anxiety and PTSD to Zach who lives there. I thought, yeah, who said that cars stop like that, they're shooting. And so after like the fifth time of, someone i may have instigated a couple of them i'm sorry zach oh my god yeah he's like he's like no really you just need to knock it off this is where i live like and you're giving me like anxiety yeah so yeah some kids never grow up we all laughed because we weren't dead we're like okay okay Oh, I love Mars. Um, <laughs> we weren't naming names. I'll, I'll throw his ass right under the bus. I don't give a fuck. Like, I love yeah. Mars. Like, he is good. Like, uh, I, I tell people, like, Mars, his practical jokes are usually him buying you stuff. Like, that's kind of how it goes with him. Um, he made a, he made a, some random swing when he went to build and gather. Uh, yeah. He tried to tie a chair up oh to the rafter. Did. We did I tie a chair. We, we had to cut it he down. did tie a chair. Well, he yeah. tried sitting on it. Let me put it that way. Kelly sat on it. I have photos I will send you later tonight. Uh-huh. Um. Okay. <laughs> but then I tried to explain to him that there's liabilities involved with <laughs> yeah. my building, yeah. and he needed to knock it off. But <laughs> and Mars you- is always a good guy. He will stop when asked. Yeah. Like, so are you going to be down at the daggers? Can't swing it. Like I tell, I'm, I'm trying to get everybody to go. Cause I think it's going to be, it's a holiday weekend. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to be driving chill solo. Out. Same spot um, last year, guys. Get, uh, Friday off and only a couple of the zeros are going down. Um, well, but they're heading down G-Con? Thursday. There's some decons going down to Lachlan and, a couple other guys are driving down. Um, it, it's probably not going to be as big as last year because it was like one of the first rallies of the year last year and and post-COVID. But it should still be a really good time. And it was warm. And all of us damn southern, northerners came down because, like, mm-hmm. I remember last year how great it was driving down there, Chad. Because, like, I left with my old car. It had the thermostat right on the rear view. Like, I left it. I remember this. It was like 39 degrees. And as I was driving south, it was getting warmer and warmer. And like all of a sudden, I could see green, even though it was dark still. I'm That's like, right. I totally so forgot great. about the, the first whole like warm before day Baker's Dozen, your car going MIA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they lost your car. Oh, for what, God. A week yeah. Or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, State Farm lost my car for a week. And that, yeah, that was right before. God, it's been that long ago. Like, dude, okay, so everybody, for those who don't know about this story, I've left jobs. But in my old job, my former boss hit me in the parking lot. So <laughs> lo- I'm going to make this a long story short. Um, he hit me on a Thursday. They finally came and got the car on a Tuesday. Um, I call Friday that, that Friday I called them, ask them how my car is. They're like, uh, I called the body shop and they're like, it never showed up here. I'm like, what? I call state farm state farm. This is on a Friday. They're like, we'll call you right back. 
because I was headed out to Ohio. Yeah, yeah. This is where like I ran went to your shop. Uh, uh, I go out to Ohio because I had to deliver some wheels to somebody that I promised them for a bike. The bike is still at the zeros because I had a rental. Um, I call up State Farm. Never calls me back. I call Monday. They're like, uh, we're still trying to figure it out. I'm like, I'm gonna sit on my phone until you guys figure out where the f my car is. It was in a storage. It went to a storage lot or impound because the original body shop I picked was full and no longer accepting cars. So I had to pick a new but body shop. Was there? I'm right? like, what the? So gets to the body shop. Yeah, they didn't know it was at the no. It was at an impound lot. Because um, the buy shop refused the car is what happened. So the, the towing company called State Farm to tell them, tell them that, and they told them it was coming to our impound lot. State Farm didn't send it to the new body shop that I selected because I hadn't released it to the body shop. I'm like, why would I? Okay, I didn't have to pay nope. anything, but I was like, $1,200 in storage fees they had to pay. So I was like, I ended up with a new, different vehicle because the car got totaled out at going 20 miles an hour. I mean, my old boss hit me on the left front wheel. It took out the a, both A-arms, uh, driver door, passenger rear door, left rear wheel, bumper, like just hit everything. Like, and now I actually have a vehicle I do enjoy, a Subaru Outback, which makes, come this summer, it's going to be a great rally vehicle because I can just lay the seats so down, story air short, mattress, your no old camping, boss hit you, great, but your car was lost, you came from Baker's, you quit your job. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, I quit my job on Baker's. They did, though. My old company didn't know I was quitting because, like, they had kind of, they new management did a lot of BS stuff. I wasn't happy with. Um, really did a good job of screwing my department up. So on my way to, I had been interviewing at places, and on the way out to Baker's, I got an offer at the job I'm at now. So like, I accepted that, vacation. but I had to yep. use my old job so I could get my vacation nice. pay out of them. I, and all I my do want to, um, before so, we, yeah, hop off, yeah, before we know. hop off, I do want to mention um, that I did um, all the socials this year for Baker's. The wheels, yeah. Um, and I feel like we got back, we were at the Farmer's Market in Kalamazoo, yep. and we ran into Lachlan and a couple other guys from the Decons, and um, we were talking about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, watching it every day on the stories, like, we felt like we were there. And that was, like, the biggest compliment to have that because I really Dude, wanted I'm so to like grateful you it did this it. year because this is the second year that I've handled socials for um, Bakers and I just really wanted to make it to where like everyone could follow mm -hmm. along and it would feel like you were a part of the events you know we did a bunch of interview we did daily interviews for the writers mm -hmm. organizers mm -hmm. and um, you know on top of mm -hmm. like the recap video that was you know in the reel so um, you know if you haven't yet if you if all of the mm -hmm. stories are segmented by riders as well as um, the caravan, if you go over to the Baker's Doesn't Run Instagram, um, you can check out the main page and then you can see all of the stories um, from that entire trip um, by rider and by caravan. Um, and of course, all the recap, uh, daily recap videos 
So I feel like we really did, you know, uh, I'm patting myself on the back below for this, but I feel like yeah, I did a great you did an awesome job dude you should be patted on the back for it and you took so much pressure off my shoulders i didn't have to do a recap show every night because like after the first day i was like halfway set up to and i'm like you know what patrick's doing it this year he's got it well and then like, that's why that, i didn't do it because you were doing such an awesome job i'll probably have to find a different driver for my chase next year because Patrick would prefer to be the guy that's jumping <sighs> between I do, vehicles. Well, and... I want to do just just um, socials and video, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and <clears throat> next year to where I have the capacity to really um, get a broader perspective on on the race while it's happening. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I, you know, I am not like I said. I'm married into mopeds. Like this is not something that I did before meeting Chad. Uh, and I, as much as I like it, I'm still not, I'm not a wrencher, you know, like mm-hmm. I ride occasionally, but this, the socials and the art aspect of it are right up my alley. And I feel like it really allows me to be actively a part of the event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year and this year, he killed it with the, the social media side. Yeah. This year he amped it up even more. Last yeah, yeah, last year I think you were just kind of touching your toe in the water, and this year you really learned how to swim with it, dude. You did such an awesome job. Such an awesome job. Like, yeah, real like yeah. I I can't praise you enough. You did such a bang up job. And you know, I I don't have any real information for anybody, but like the idea's been kicked around for five days. Back to basics. Like and I I'm a big fan I mean, of that we'll, but we'll see what happens we've got you know? people that are gonna yep. help plan uh, and you know the thing is with more people helping to plan it mm-hmm. makes it to where we can get information out sooner so that people that want to do it aren't aren't waiting till a month or two before it's going to happen they've got more information they know where it's going to be the rides and the destinations and stuff like that so that's that's mm-hmm. one of the things that over the last couple of years has gotten better is having that knowledge ahead of time to where you can really get mm-hmm. planned for it with vacation and paying for places ahead of time for well, hotels. Yeah, I think stuff. everyone yeah. fully realized on this this run that this was, you know, this was kind of an extreme run. Yeah, um, it was we've ever done. Yeah, it, it was, was it was a lot for for yep. days. Um, you know, it was, and it, it even was, when we did it, like I I feel like even just going into it, we knew it was going to be a tough race. When we did it, it was a tough race. Yeah, it was. We were already regretting it before the race started. Like, I know at the first hotel, somebody said, back to basics. Well, and I mean, this was 400 miles longer than any other Bakers we've done. Last year was 1,860. This year was 2,300. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like. (laughs) <laughs> which is still trips so me I. up. I ran a faster time this year than last year. Which, yeah. yeah, which is just well, not only that, but last year we went just shows how fast we, are, we didn't have the same scope of, yeah, of terrain true. this year as we did last year. Yeah, but we had 80 miles. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it, it wasn't like bad, worse, but, but that's part of what helped with the time. Like, if we didn't have <laughs> Pony Express, we probably would have been like yeah. two miles per hour faster for the overall. But, but no, there, there was the terrain, there was a lot more definitely 
flat or that, especially the last halfway through the trip, everything really keyed down on on. I mean, there was some. Terrain. There was a little bit of mountains going into um, hot springs, but like nothing like. <laughs> oh, and 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 going in start coming through like Oklahoma on the way to Notches, I think it was. Like I could see Patrick behind me, and all of a sudden Patrick's gone in the truck. And it was because he saw there was an artist I follow, um, Do Seven. Um, he's a, a guy that's done a lot of graffiti. Um, and he's yeah, yeah. I think we had a conversation I about it. I think I sent you I, some of I this stuff. I've seen a piece of that he had done of this like skeleton, skeleton dog yeah. that was on the side of this like abandoned, abandoned like farm like stone or something yeah and and i saw it on instagram like a few weeks we ago and i i was like shut I up think I shut up and that. i just like literally i hit the brakes mm -hmm. i pulled over and like took a couple photos and got back on the road because i just couldn't believe like i randomly ran into this piece i'd seen on the yeah, internet hell yeah dude you know like this is just and that goes back to that town i still you point out i think a few things in this town one town's like home of johnny bench I still don't know who the hell Johnny Bench is. Yeah, like, there was some creepy, like, general South Yeah, it was like, there was this one town we went through that had, like, two pictures, and it was, like, the governor, and, like, <laughs> and then the other one was, like, the law, and it looked very, like, confederate. They were, like, and there were huge, like, black and white pictures. It was, like, brother cousins yeah. around the town. It yeah. Was, yeah. I was, I was like, let's just get through this town, please. Like, I don't want to be here any longer than yeah. I have to. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, and we do know that yeah. uh, oh, Hot yeah, Springs is yeah. the yeah. home of Bill yeah. Clinton. Didn't know that before this, but yeah, yeah. But right on, guys. Um, I don't know when we'll see each other next, but I'll be happy when we do. Um. I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. Your show will be up in a day or so. Um, don't forget, everybody, check out Baker's Dozen Run Instagram. Patrick did such a bang-up job on that. That's why you didn't hear any podcasts from me, because he did a better job than I could have. Um, and don't forget, you guys, mopeds are dumb. See ya. Talk to you later. Bye. Yep. Uh -huh.